Hey sisters and welcome to the show. This episode is brought to you by Pure Spectrum CBD. Sirak and I have been taking CBD and we are loving it. I'm holding the tincture right now. Talia, can you open your mouth please? Now? Yeah, I'm gonna give you a dosage. <laughs> now keep it there for 60 seconds. Mm -hmm. While she does that, let me tell you the great benefits of CBD for PCOS. Studies show it reduces cortisol, mm. improves insulin sensitivity, mm -hmm. reduces inflammation, you can go to PureSpectrumCBD.com now to order and use the code THESISTERHOOD, one word, at checkout for 20% off. Natalia, hold it for 30 seconds longer while the sisters enjoy the show. <laughs> Welcome to A Sister and Her Mister, a podcast where we show you the real behind the scenes of how we balance the PCOS lifestyle in our marriage, gluten and dairy-free. I'm Talene, your fellow sister and registered dietitian. And I'm Sirak husband, engineer, and PCOS personal trainer. We're going to make PCOS a little less overwhelming and a lot more fun. So you know that whole stereotype that the guy forgets the day of the anniversary, he thinks it's Tuesday, but it's Wednesday. Just wanted to be known that this time, that was Tallinn. The wife. I mean, I'm not going to... Blame it on you, babe, because we both thought it was gonna, it was the 27th, but it was actually That's the 26th. That's true. We both thought the wrong date. Yeah. It's not all my fault, <laughs> but I led the ship. I was like you convinced. Did. You were the captain that led me into the docks blind. <laughs> I was like, it's the 27th, yeah, and you took that day off, and I was yeah. like planning everything out, and then we look at our wedding invitation. It says 26th. Yeah. I mixed it up because our engagement was May 27th. And the then year the year before. later was the wedding was May, May 26th. 26. So it's just it's the same like two oh, days. So annoying. Yeah. But it's okay. We still, you know, we can still have fun with it. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you guys listen to this, it'll be all done. But our anniversary is basically in two days. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. It's tomorrow technically. But yeah. we're, we're, I'm taking a day off in two days instead yeah so we could kind of oh complete God, the patio happening for those that haven't seen it we did the whole patio because obviously we can't really go anywhere it's you know quarantine times and all that jazz so we don't want to go to the beaches even though they're open i think starting now i think so and we don't want to really like drive and like sleep somewhere like a hotel or something so we just say you know what let's stay home this time yeah. and do something else so we did the whole patio we put some planner boxes it looks so beautiful. We're looking at them right now. Mm -hmm. I'll show them all in my stories over and over again. Because yeah. we have this like succulent shelf thing going on. Sirak like nailed the planter boxes along the rail. Yeah. It's gorgeous. But then one of our neighbors told us like literally just now 20 minutes before we started the podcast, we were outside just like admiring our work. Because we just did it like yesterday. We were like admiring <laughs> it. And then the guy's like, oh, I love them. I couldn't even understand what he was saying. He's I like, know. I wish I could do one, but the association doesn't allow you yeah. to put flower boxes on the rail. It's a hazard or something. Yeah. Like, and then he fall. said, though, but don't worry. They don't really care anymore. And yeah. they used to care. But now, like, they really, like, don't say much because yeah. we've seen other people have them. That's why we did yeah. it. So, that, like, so three other people have them. Hopefully, you don't get taken out. If they do, we're always breaking. I will rules. put up a fight <laughs> to the Supreme Court for our flower boxes. The justice system Christ. will know. The justice. The, the circuit courts. Oh I'm trying my to say everything God. I learned in poli sci. 
Um, but one of them has like herbs and stuff. Like we put strawberries, we put kale, we put lettuce and like cucumber, like basil and yeah, cilantro, things like that. It's so cool. Like I can't wait to see what it, you know. Turn. I'm actually not very hopeful that it's gonna work because I feel like I'm gonna kill the cucumber plant. Like the strawberry plant already has strawberries on it. It's working out. But I'm looking at the cucumber plant. I'm like, I don't know how to grow cucumber. Well, you don't have to do anything. You just have to give it water. Mm, what if I give it too much? Well, I'll, let me just take care of that, please. <laughs> okay. I don't know. My supportive husband. So Tanya like, is too <laughs> scared to give it water, so she gives it too, too little, little water. And then I'm scared to give it too little, so I give it too much. So We balance it's a each balance. other out. Some weeks I water him. Some weeks you mm-hmm. water him. Do we know what we're doing? Not really. That's okay. So today's episode, though, it's going to be, you know, I mean, you guys here are, you know, are the way we do our life, our marriage and our relationship mm-hmm. kind of uh, linking into our episode today, basically explaining peace to us, to your partner, to your, you know, to your loved one, basically when you're with that person, maybe when you just started dating, maybe you still haven't established your relationship yet. So you yeah. just started dating somebody or maybe even you're looking to date somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the episode for you. Or maybe you have a partner, you just found out you have PCOS and mm-hmm. you don't know how to turn to them and say, you have PCOS. Yeah. Yeah. Let's tell them how I told you I have PCOS. I feel like this is an inspiring story. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Okay. <laughs> we were, did I tell you on the first date? I can't remember if I told you that or that I was gluten and dairy free. You told me about gluten and dairy free and the, like there, there was like a, you were doing it for like your body and stuff like so for different reasons, but you didn't say PCOS back then. Okay. First date, I should say. I'm sure I told you like second, third Yeah, date. yeah. No, I, I remember you told me early on, but it wasn't probably the first day. You told me like in waves. Yeah. Like you gave me more information, so I kind of like was able to take it more and more. So basically, me and Sirak, we met on Tinder. I'm sure you've heard, you know, in another intro and in another podcast how we met on Tinder and we went on our first date. And on that first date, he ordered like a gluten and dairy free mm-hmm. um, drink for me. And well, dairy free part dairy is not hard. It's a gluten free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the vodka was like yeah, it was, it was alcohol. You know, yeah. he, first, uh, you know, our first date, you were already supportive, and Sirak already ate like gluten free bread. Yeah. <laughs> when we met, we had like the same kind of mindset because I had or I had like listened to research yeah. about gluten, gluten and dairy free, and the kinds of different inflammation and different things it can cause. But it was never about PCOS. It was just more about general health and. And then yeah. Talia told me about gluten dairy free and like it, it piqued my interest. Yeah. And that's why from that first date, I was like, hmm. Yeah. So it was a little bit easier for us because you were already into health. Yeah. But when I presented PCOS to you or anyone for that matter, I always present it in a way that's like, you know, I'm I have PCOS. This is how I live my life so that I can prevent it from going out of control. Um, and I try. And of course, Many of you, like if you're recently diagnosed, you still haven't implemented certain things to Mm -hmm. get it under control. But Mm -hmm. still, like you can just coming off bold about it is what I did. Confident. Like this is me. You know, I'm handling my life. Um, I don't need you to like swoop in and like do it all for me. I don't really need to like lean on you with my full weight. Like I can bear this myself, but if you're going to be supportive, this can be a thing we both do, whether he eats gluten and dairy free or he doesn't, you know, he doesn't have to, but he does. (laughs) I'm here. Yeah. I just eat gluten and dairy free just for, you know, health benefits, but I'm here to support you. And that's like a good thing to like consider too. Like usually when you're meeting somebody and like, or you have a relationship, they're there to support you, but it's you there by yourself that you have to make sure you're 
strong and like moving forward with your um, PCOS mm-hmm. by managing it and taking care of it. Like you're your first line of like responsibility. Like yes. you have to hold yourself accountable to, in order to get support from your yeah. l- loved one, or else they won't know how or like the best way to support you if you don't do if you don't show a good example of you oh, doing yeah. it. Oh yeah, you said it, boo. And that's what we're gonna talk about in this yeah. podcast: yeah. the four tips. But on But that how was to like basically what you were going at, right? Like you were yeah. saying that like when you tell them, you're not you're not doing it in such a way where like you're asking them for yeah. like, oh, I need help. So that the what? So I just saw a wasp going back <laughs> oh to the same location. Oh Stay sorry. focused. <laughs> well, just two weeks ago, uh, the three wasps started a nest on top of our door, front door, and then, like we had to get it removed. So I'm just looking at this okay. wasp, like we're at the so same location. <laughs> the four tips on how to get your partner on board is what we're gonna talk about because, like Sirak was just saying before the wasp came. You have to um, present it in a confident way mm-hmm. um, and show them that, you know, you are trying, you are trying to help yourself, your health and so on. And when they join, they can hop on board if they want to. And if they don't, you know, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. It's up to you if you want to stay with them. Someone sent this really sweet message about our story. Mm-hmm. They were, they, she's like, Katie Whitaker says, Hi, I'd just like to say how nice it is to hear a story so similar to mine. I met my current partner of four years on Tinder, like us. Uh. Before our first date, I told him about my PCOS because my hair was bad. I explained it and he came to some appointments and now he understands it all. Thank you for sharing your story. Oh my gosh, that's so nice. Yeah. Very she, she, you know, she really like was open about it mm-hmm. and then he turned out to be receptive like mm-hmm. right away that's great yeah and that's, that's just awesome. yeah like time mentioned it goes to show that there is like of course you're gonna be feel, feel a little bit of a nervousness when you tell somebody but you shouldn't have any fear if that person really likes you and is already like willing to like you know do things for you they're gonna appreciate you telling them things yeah totally sometimes guys don't appreciate it mm-hmm. and we'll also give you some tips on what to do if the guy or a girl, you know, your partner isn't on board with your PCOS. Yes. So before we give you the tips, I want to share with you my elevator speech for what? telling people about PCOS. What is elevator? Elevator speech. speech is is like a not a script. Like obviously you don't memorize it word for word, but it's like a, a three or four sentences about your pcos about your job about whatever it is that people typically ask you so that you can explain it um you know thoroughly in like four sentences oh it's like, like something you prepared okay. speech oh okay like like, like some some statement or some couple of like sentences you know to say when you're in a group of friends yeah. or like some new people you want you have to explain it to yeah i see okay and elevator it, speech i like i'm not talking i'm not giving no speech in the elevator i like i don't know i think they call it elevator speech because if you're in an elevator and someone asks you about something you have like three minutes in it or like two minutes in an elevator to explain it i see okay okay so sounds fair this is my elevator speech to close family and friends because when you talk to them about it this can help lighten the pressure and the emotional load that pcos can have on you okay and try to come up with your own because this will help you like you know talk okay I have PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, and it's an endocrine disorder, which means that my hormones are out of balance and my metabolism works differently. 
So it causes inflammation and affects most of my body's systems, including blood sugar regulation, which makes it easy to gain weight and hard to lose weight. So, but PCOS is a lifelong condition, but I can uh, make diet and lifestyle changes like blank. So I would say like going gluten and dairy free that will help me manage my symptoms and keep them at bay. Okay. Now, you know, that's simple and direct. Yeah. Yeah. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. Yeah, I like that. If you have that, any more questions, statement. we can get off the elevator and I'll continue <laughs> yeah, talking I mean, to you about it. If they're interested and they want to learn more about it, you can dive deeper into But that's a great way to start and great way to like tell anybody if, if it's a family person or if it's like somebody you're dating, that's a good way to start. Yeah. And I really do this. Like I summarize it mm-hmm. in three sentences and I wrap it up and then they almost don't have anything to say back because they're like, oh. Okay. And you have to think about that person's like attention span too. Yeah, like yeah. usually when someone asks you a question, they don't want to like hear this whole 10 minute rant, rant about emotional, like, yeah. Oh my life. They want, they, they're just like curious. It's a natural conversation. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to feel like you have to give that whole 10 minute conversation. You, you, if yeah. you give them just this short, like 15, 20 second statement, then that person will be like, Oh, okay. Thank you for explaining that to me. And then maybe in like, a different conversation a week later yeah. that person might ask you because they're interested to learn more yeah that's true yeah and if you do the self-work like the you know all of these tips we give you if you like start thinking of pcos differently when somebody mm-hmm. asks you about it you can give this type of brief answer rather than going into a long emotional tangent which of course like you can go on a long emotional tangent with someone if you need support and so on but not always Mm -hmm. like sometimes you're just presenting it to somebody and you want to do it confidently so that they're on board with you yeah so how do you do that babe let's start with the four tips yeah how do you present pcos so someone's on board tip number one be clear okay so what does that mean tell them what you need help with what they can do I need help with managing stress or eating gluten and dairy free and then be specific. Like, don't just say that. And then like, okay, I need help. No, please don't bring me bagels from work or don't bring me cupcakes (laughs) for fun. Don't show your love in a different way. Oh, you know, like it's our anniversary. Please like, don't buy me a cake. Let's get gluten and dairy free Mm -hmm. snacks, like something. Mm -hmm. Tell them specifically because if you don't, then look, you know, the they don't guy, know the what girl, to do. They're guessing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I really like this uh, first Frustration tip. If you're not clear. Yes. The first tip I like re- a lot because be clear because that person, like, I mean, in my situation, Talia like told me so many things at first, not I'm sorry, not at first, like during our first like six months that when we were living together in our marriage, I kind of knew like how she needed support. Whereas like if she hadn't told me like a lot of different things, then or like like just if we didn't talk about them i would not know where to start so you have to be clear and tell them like where you struggle the most with like maybe you struggle with sleeping so tell your partner or your loved one that you just started dating um oh you know i don't really i'm not able to sleep that good at night that way they know so now they know that they should 
make sure that you're very stress-free at night. Maybe they should, maybe they'll Listen avoid... Listen to the sleep podcast and get some ideas to yeah. how to help you for sleep. Exactly. Maybe they'll avoid bringing up stressful things to you at night because they know you have a hard time sleeping. Oh, yeah. You know, That's like, a good point. Yeah. Or maybe they know you have a hard time with sweets. And like Talin said, oh, please don't bring me bagels or cookies from work. You uh-huh. know, like when there's a leftover bunch left, it always happens. Yeah. Or if they know that, they won't do things like that and you won't get annoyed. And that way, yeah. it's better for your relationship too. Yeah, being clear is so important. And the more you learn about PCOS and the things you can do, the more clear you can be. Mm-hmm. So you can even say something like, you know, I have really bad cravings and eating a high protein breakfast will help me. So can, when you wake up and make yourself breakfast, can you like also make mine or or something? You know, if, you, if your partner is the one that makes mm-hmm. breakfast, you know, you can be like, can you make me a protein shake, you mm-hmm. know? And then, like, you make lunch and take turns, whatever. Yeah. But be specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like even, like, with mood swings, if you explain that, you, like, maybe mood swings happen because of hormonal issues and things are out of balance and, you know, because your insulin, like, blood sugar, all these things are happening, they will be more understanding and they won't take you, like, they won't, yeah. like, you know, make it, make it into take a bigger it thing. Take it, exactly. Take yeah. it personally because they know you're just going through some you know, going through a lot of things. Yeah. It, and, it, yeah. and there's a lot of self-work that goes into mood mm-hmm. issues. You know, you have to do your best to take care of yourself as well. And then that person will also take care of you because mm-hmm. you're taking care of those. So when you're having a mood swing, they're not like, oh, this is so frustrating. She's not doing anything to help herself. And now she's having a mood swing. Like that sucks. You know, that's frustrating for someone. Yeah. Tip number two, mm-hmm. decide that you're worthy. Yes. In order to really thrive with PCOS, you have to have a mindset shift, okay? And basically, you're about to engage in extreme self-care. Like, you're going to change the way you eat, maybe. You're going to change the way you sleep, the way you live your day-to-day life so that your hormones are supported. There's a lot of self-care that goes on. And when you come from a a place of self-care rather than... um, you know, like I have to do this, I have to eat gluten and dairy, and then you accidentally eat gluten, and then you're mad. Like, it's not coming from a a place of self-care, if Mm -hmm. that's how you're approaching it. If you accidentally eat gluten, but this is a self-care journey, you're more likely to move on from it and just Mm -hmm. be like, that's okay, I'm doing my best. Your mindset is different. So when you have that type of mindset, that makes somebody else come on board with you and also have that type of mind and want to care for you as well because you care about yourself yeah yeah if they're seeing the opposite from you then that's how they're gonna treat your pcos as well if they see that maybe like you're uh like nervous and like maybe like panicky or maybe you're not doing enough to take care of it because you just don't feel like you can do enough then they're gonna be the same way like unmotivated to help you with it or maybe they're gonna feel like it's not important because they don't think it's um, you're making it look important for you know different reasons. So it's just like you want to show how important it is to you. Yeah. Show that you're really like caring about taking care of yourself, so that they care the same way back. Yeah. And like have the same positivity. It can go as far as saying, you know, I have to meditate every night before mm-hmm. I sleep. Like, don't let me. Oh, like, please help me make sure that I meditate every night before mm-hmm. I sleep. And so this is you putting your best foot forward and deciding like. This is something that's going to help me sleep. And now this partner of of yours is going to be more like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Like it's working for her. Let me be supportive. Yeah. So it starts with you and then they join. Yeah. (laughs) Basically. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, number three, be grateful. So remember to thank your par- partner when you know he or she is helping you. Like, it's it's not one sided. You know, we need a extreme self care, like a lot of support, diet changes, lifestyle things like that. But you know, that's a lot. Like compared to you, you know, I feel like I have more. I mean, you do a lot of self care too. Yeah. I do you get what I'm saying by be grateful? Like of course turn say say thank you like for going out of your way and getting me gluten free muffins even mm-hmm. though they're not dairy free. Like even if you for forgot. trying. Yeah. yeah for trying. Yeah. And I, like being grateful is like a general thing in life, I feel like. In life. You know, <laughs> when someone goes out their way or even just does something for you, you always want to say thank you or be grateful because you know, like even us, like when we get yeah. sisters come to us and they say like, Oh, thank you for like you know, like providing this information like we're grateful for that because that's why we do it yeah. or else it wouldn't be the same so it's just the same thing as being grateful for them helping you and providing your support because it'll go on with our next tip because it's not really one-sided either right yeah number four it's not one-sided so try to repay the favor so mm-hmm. you're healing physically you're healing mentally and now your capacity to help others grows and so because you're nice and like peaceful because you just meditated and mm-hmm. you ate a great meal and your blood sugar is stable because you had protein turn around and try to do the same um reciprocate that support to yeah. your partner well, that your partner might have you know issues like obviously it's not one-sided right. meaning you know like it's not like obviously you you may have pcos but your partner has other issues that they're dealing with like for example in our relationship I have like my own issues, like with different things, you know, like I've gone through different issues and me and Talia talk about it and we're able to get through it together. And I'm very lucky to have Talia to help me get through it. You know, it's just like, it's like, she's like one of my, like almost like a therapist to me because we're able to talk through things. And then I'm not as like sad about certain things or like if I'm angry at something, then we're able to talk about Mm -hmm. it and we're able to get through it together. And I'm like very lucky to have her as that. So you may like, be in a similar situation with your like partner maybe maybe he is feeling sad or maybe he's feeling angry and like you may want to be able to talk to him and not just let him be in like a corner and like yeah because you're too preoccupied for your with your pcos symptoms Mm -hmm. and problems you know you you kind of can like neglect the people around you which Mm -hmm. is understandable at like certain points in your life but what once you became become aware of it um you know pull it together like wake up look around like there are other people with things as well that need support Mm -hmm. and that's a partnership yeah that's the that's a partnership it is if you're like i'm i'm coming from the approach of if you don't support my pcos and you're like laughing at me about it and Mm. this is a joke to you that i'm like gaining weight under uncontrollably then you're not being a partner like this is not a partnership there are some people that might say like, oh, he doesn't understand. So I take care of it myself and we don't talk about it and it works for us. So I'm not trying to like bash on anyone. But for me, like if this is a partnership and I have a problem, you have to care. And if you have a problem, I have to care. Yeah, It's like respect and like we all the four tips, like just it is important for a relationship. And you have to combine all these things to make sure it works for both of you. And everybody has different ways. Some maybe some some relationships you just don't talk about it and everybody does each person does their own thing and everything's fine that probably that may work for some people but i feel like for a lot of people for most relationships talking about things getting things between each other like out in the open and like is really healthy like i mean we'll we'll like for example me and talin when we were dating and like 
throughout the first six months when we were like talking about PCOS and the different things, talking about it in the open really helps. Like I'm sure a mm-hmm. lot of people are worried about, you know, t- telling their partners about the fertility issues, right? Yeah, that's a major one because that's a, one of the si- symptoms of PCOS mm-hmm. is like for infertility. Yeah. Of course, like I come from a place where I'm really positive about this mm-hmm. and I really think that with PCOS and infertility, you can find a way and um, yeah. work through it and like heal and get pregnant. I mean, when you told but me when we were dating, you were like, oh, when I was about 16 or 15, when I was diagnosed, the doctor told me, oh, like it looks like you may not be able to have children or you, you're going to have a very difficult time having children. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then after you, you were able to manage your PCOS and like go through diet, lifestyle change, gluten, dairy free yeah. uh, with other stuff. Ten years later, you went to the doctor and the doctor said you have a completely healthy um, no uterus and your ov- your ovarian cysts are gone, gone and you're good and you're no you have a, you're ovulating like yeah. a salmon swimming upstream so when you tell me that <laughs> it's a great compliment and like <laughs> i'm like wow like that's so great for you and I, I have no, not a single worry about maybe or what if she's not able to have kids or yeah first of all i love you for who you are and we were, we were already great together like to me th- some things are more important than others but two even if maybe you were still in the process of healing it, I would still be there to support you because like, as you figure it out, because yeah, it's a complicated journey. Exactly. Hence the podcast where yeah. you're like talking about all the details. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's sure there's fertility things, but there's so much like w- w- ways to improve it. And there's like ways to support someone with, through yeah. it that like, so many testimonials. You can get out of it together. So much happier. We have a whole shared testimonial album for women who have gotten pregnant after um, managing their blood sugar. You yeah. know, uh, treating the underlying issues of their PCOS, mm-hmm. losing weight as a result, and getting pregnant, and so on. You know, not that yeah. you have to lose weight to get pregnant, but like it goes hand in hand. Yeah. I, one thing I hate hearing is, oh. "Oh, I have PCOS. That means I can't have babies." Because oh that's gosh, like yeah. so far from being the truth. Like because. It's not like this, oh, you have it and no, like you can completely like reverse the symptoms and be, be able to have children and stuff, yeah. you know? I'm sure there's maybe like very like um like acute or like very um rough diagnosis that maybe like it's there's harder. There's situations where it might be harder. Of course, there's other like factors that can play into it. Yeah. But I really think that once you investigate it, like mm-hmm. you said, and take the time to be and that's why you need a partner who's like patient and understanding and let's figure this out together and you also have to like spearhead the whole uh, mm-hmm. mission and be like yes and i'm gonna take care of myself yes. and then you can get to your goal and that's why it's important like to explain it like that is that or and to show that you're improving yeah. it is you want to let the par- your partner know like hey i have like you know these issues but they're all manageable and they're all reversible yeah. but i have to be able to take care of myself uh-huh. and that's why it's also important that you support me along the way that way they know that and they know that there's like this goal that you're trying to reach together right and it'll be so much more healthier and ha- you'll both be happier i'm a firm believer believer of this approach yeah but i did do a sticker in the dms oh, i yeah. mean a sticker in the DM, a sticker on the stories on instagram on the gram yes i always ask you know a question before we record a podcast so i can see what sisters are saying Mm -hmm. and so the question was what did your partner say when you told him you have pcos and i was overwhelmed with the amount of negative responses someone even said he laughed okay now let me read yeah it's awful let me read some of them okay someone says quote damn that sucks 
end quote. <laughs> Who says that? What are we in like kinder or like middle school or something? I that don't sucks. know. That's not a keeper right there, if you ask me. Someone says, um, okay, there are some good ones here. He is supporting me a lot. He's a soldier in India. Mm. So he is helpful, like your hubby. Oh, my gosh. oh that's sweet. That's great. Um, see, even even though he's like far away and a soldier, he's like <laughs> sending his love and support. Yeah. It's a real, real man. Someone says, I've got a supportive mister. He offered to pay half of anything and everything I needed for help. Oh, that's good. That's nice. Because, yeah. you know, it gets Supporting expensive. you financially yeah. and getting you through it. That's, that's one w- great way of helping. He said we would get through this together and he was nothing but supportive. That's oh, yeah. Nice. I like this one. My husband eats the same food, gluten-day free, and exercises with me, says uh, Vic- Victoria. That's a good one because that's like me right there. Yeah. I'm gluten-day free with you basically like 95% of the time. And, you know... That's, I have no problem with it. I don't even complain. I'm every freaking dinner. I'm like, <laughs> I'm having it. second like uh, courses or like. You do like my cooking, of course. don't you? Okay, don't get all Come like, on. jazzy on Give me Give right me some now. compliments. <laughs> all right, your foot's good. Okay. And exercising too. Yeah, we always exercise together. Although I should say, Talyn, that your ratio of working out to me it's not been the same. I know. I've been slacking a little. Yeah. You usually work out like four times a week with me, but lately you've been doing two. like three or two. <laughs> Still three. I feel like you're maintaining three, but no, it's okay because... The quarantine got to me. You yeah. Know, you're just like, you're not That's always natural. in the mood. Yeah, it happens. I'll pick it back up next week. <laughs> but you've been going on longer walks. I think that's why. You come back from your walk. That's true. And you're like... I need to I'm sleep. I'm so <laughs> tired. It's like an hour-long walk while I'm on the phone. Of course, I'm not like walking that fast, but still, you're yeah. like, out walking. Yeah, yeah. Okay, someone says, not good. More questions on being able to conceive, and it tore me down. Mm. Tore you down? Yeah. Mm. I mean, what, I feel like when someone's really digging into like that issue and they're really asking you questions about it, it could be a little bit like that person's just thinking about themselves a little bit too Selfish, much. Selfish, yeah. Instead of thinking about you and your feelings and like... If it's they're not, not down for the journey, then bounce. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. You can be as positive as you want and approach it like, you know what? There's this thing. It's an issue. And I'm going to figure it out. Like, are mm-hmm. you there for me? And if he's like, what? What's the issue? Uh, no. Yeah. Or like if he's like stuck on no one way. thing and like doesn't really, you know, just you just got to explain to him that it's a process and that... You know, nothing is definitive and everything is improvable. So it's a process. Yeah. Someone says he understood it's a learning process for both of us. And I found out after we got married. So they got married. Then she found out. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he understands and he's learning because it's a learning process. Yes. And, you know, in that in in this case, like they've been together for like for a while. They got married. So he like loves her. He truly cares for her. So for that reason, I believe he will like um, go through with her like no matter what. Right. Because when you know someone for like that, that amount of time and like they just like no matter yeah. what happens, you're going to help them. Like, you married the person. Like obviously yeah. you're in it to win it. Like mm-hmm. That doesn't thing. mean trick this person. Don't tell them for like two years. and then <laughs> tell them. I'm not saying that. Don't <laughs> do not do that. That's not fair to that person either. You have to tell them. You know, when you know, tell them and test yeah. them. This is a good test. Yeah, it's good to know before you get married for you because you want to make sure you're with a supportive person too, right? Totally. Yeah. But no, it's it's good. Okay. I feel like we've covered enough of mm-hmm. that. It makes me so mad. Like when I was when I saw the negative ones, I was like, 
going to reply to them and be like, dump him. Dump but that's him. just the game of dating, you know? Like, nobody, like, how many yeah. people marry the first person or, like, stay with that person, the first person they get together with, right. you know? Obviously, we're not the first person we each dated. We're not high school sweethearts or something. I mean, could I wish it could have been. I'm sure you would have liked that. <laughs> but it's just, you know, like, people learn. Not that there's anything wrong with high school sweethearts. It's just people learn through relationships, right? You learn through your first couple bad ones that, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. And you learn from the good ones and stuff. And like you end up hopefully finding someone that truly is the person right for you. Yeah. It's, just, it's a process. Supportive through sickness and in health. Yeah. Right? So that's why if you meet someone and they're not really respecting you and your PCOS, it's okay to move on and find somebody else. If you feel like that person is not the person for you, you know, right. there's a whole like different variety of factors. So don't feel like you're stuck with a person because you don't have options or something. It's just like with everything we've told you, like learn about all the different options out there and see like if you can improve on everything. And don't let him. Oh, my gosh. So now that you said that, I remembered someone in the sisterhood messaging about um, commenting in the chat forum like my partner you know, cheated on me because of like me not being able to, you know, be a good partner because of my PCOS symptoms. And like we got in this fight, but like now we're going to therapy and like he wants to be back together and so on. Mm -hmm. And then the end, it just like didn't work out because in the end, like he just wasn't there for her through thick and thin and whatnot. I see. And I guess sometimes it could work, mm -hmm. but like I just, if you're not there for the ride yeah. in the day one, you know, and if you're not like, you know what, communicative, like your PCOS is getting in the way, like before you cheat and stuff like that, then I, I doubt that you're going to be there like yeah. day it's, 365 when you're like trying yeah. to have a baby. Being clear, that first yeah. step is so important. Communication is so important. Just talk it out. Talk it out loud. That way you're going to avoid a lot of bad things. Like, yeah. Or you're going to avoid a lot of deterioration in the relationship if you just talk it out in the beginning don't let things ferment don't let things get stuck inside your chest and like you think about it in your head for days and then it just blows up yeah these things happen in every relationship talking is really important that's what works for me and Tallinn is communication we and talk talking. all the time we really do we talk our butts <laughs> off we'll brainstorm at 12 a.m in the bed it's just like you know you just want to <laughs> i'm so annoying yeah. at 12 o'clock i'll be like let's brainstorm yeah Okay, I did ask a question in the stories after this one, and I asked, what should you do if your partner isn't supportive? I haven't looked at the answers yet. Okay. I'm looking at them right now. Someone says um, self-motivation, so just motivate yourself instead mm -hmm. of like expecting the partner to motivate you. Mm -hmm. Or just keep going for your own sake. Your body will not wait for anyone to start healing. Oh, my gosh, that's a good one. Someone said make sure your next partner is supportive. <laughs> Where? Right here. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Simple. Make sure you're next. <laughs> okay. Someone says, but seriously, take the time to explain and understand. They may not get it overnight. That's mm -hmm. so true. Mm -hmm. You know, really take this episode and gather yeah. some info and try Paige, to be as. I like Paige. Yeah. What Paige's answer. Tell that boy bye. <laughs> um, Leave him, sister, says Brandy. I'm like, I'm just reading all the ones oh that says God. dump. <laughs> Someone says, just manage it on my own. I don't know like do you want to be in a relationship where whatever someone says gluten-free dairy-free weak-ass man free <laughs> that's, that's good weak-ass man free. dump them amen sister yeah 
stop caring what they think don't talk to them about pcos or just break up and focus on yourself amen yeah don't let the person bring you down they're either gonna support you or they're either gonna respect you or that's that right yeah either support either respect and like make sure you don't do anything to worsen it or just like i mean yeah someone's like is it worth being with someone who isn't willing to help you through the bad and the good seriously yeah this is not the worst thing that's gonna happen to you in life very true. i'm sorry like very true we have a long a life a to live it's a good and a bad yeah. thing it's not the worst thing to happen to you that's a good thing right the yeah. bad thing is there's gonna be other stuff that happens to you. <laughs> not to sound negative but, but also <laughs> like pcos is just like that person just said right you you have to go be able to go through the good and bad in a relationship right mm-hmm. so the pcos is one of those bad things just like that other person will have one of their bad things it's just like if you can't go through the good and bad things in a relationship together then that's a to yeah. me that's a warning that things might not be kosher someone says let him be he's not supposed to be everything for you get your support from your friends that's true too but that but to me that's true if he at least respects you and is able to give you the space to self-care and you to be who you are with your pcos if he's not giving that to you and and he's not respecting you then yeah maybe it's not it's okay. not gonna work yeah but if but he's, if at he's least, like i don't know and he kind of like throws his hands up but lets you do your thing I can see. Like he doesn't like get in the way of you taking care of yourself. And he like, he actually, oh, babe, why don't you go do and do so and so. Like maybe he's not involved, but he's at least pushing you. That's still okay too to me, you know? Like that person has a point. He doesn't have to be perfect. Right. He doesn't have to eat gluten and dairy free with you. Yeah. But as long as he's respectful of your journey. Look, I have turned turned the ship around. It's true. But when I read it, I was like, "Uh, I don't know, because. You know, he should be like on board in some way. But I can see what you're saying, how you're phrasing it. Makes yeah. sense. We're going to get a lot of sisters uh, turning to their misters and being like, so I listen to this podcast. <laughs> you need. <laughs> We're going to get like a bunch of like podcast reviews. Like I was bombarded by my <laughs> wife. <laughs> this would be a great episode to share. But uh, well, just a just a forewarning, I should say. Don't I, like. Try not to listen to this episode and like be like going to your partner or your loved one and being like, hey, like I just listened to this and I feel like you should do. Don't go hard in the paint. You know, he's going to feel like he's being attacked if he hasn't felt like he's done enough. Go slow. Like step one of our tips. Be clear. Yeah. Tell them what you need. Listening to this together would be a great start and in a positive way, not in like a way of like, okay, let's stop everything we're doing and stop and listen to this. No, like, oh, let me, you have a drive happening. You're going to do, you're going to drive for 30 minutes. Pop this one and listen on your drive. It's a good way to get things going and listen to it later again. So it's just like, it's just like uh, slowly getting introducing. Don't bombard him with like, yeah. You know, all these things. You know your partner better than us. Put them How in, would this person yes. be receptive to yeah. you? And like put yourself in their shoes. If you, if you were in their shoes and somebody was going to come up to you and explain PCOS, like how would you want them to explain to you? So think of it like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Well, now that we've <laughs> been your cheerleader for 30 minutes. Yeah. So. The win? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry, I just interrupted you. Well, what did you want to say? No, I was just gonna like recap what we just said. Like recap it, bro. I'm I'm too much under pressure now. Let's skip that. All right, so let's li- let's read the win for this week. Mm-hmm. This one's a really nice one. Do you want to read it? Sure. Okay. Hey, Talin and Sidak, I had to message you both to say thank you. I'm so glad I found you guys. I've been struggling with PCOS for 14 years. 
I was diagnosed very young at 14 years old and have struggled most of my life with my weight. I've tried countless diets, joined the gym going four times a week, doing two-hour sessions, wondering why my weight never ever budged. Listening to your advice makes so much sense. I finally feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel. I've been gluten and dairy-free for four weeks now thanks to you both. I'm no longer bloated. I've dropped, I've dropped the dress size and my acne has cleared up. It's incredible. I'm so excited to carry on with this lifestyle change and have you both to thank for it. Love you guys. Keep up the amazing work. We're wow. so happy for Great you. Great job, sister. Everything too, like it's not just you know losing Dress weight, size, but the bloating, yeah, they uh, acne clearing up. These are all things that like are like yes. these pillars of symptoms with PCOS that you just hate to like, uh, like not seeing progress. Yeah. But like through diet change, lifestyle, gluten dairy free. Starting from the root of the issue, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure this is really helping with lowering her insulin levels yeah. and testosterone and. Oh, the whole thing. It makes like the a, science behind it everything. It makes me so happy, honestly. We're really happy, so happy for you. My, one of my favorite things is to read testimonials on the podcast. I yeah. feel like we should do it more often. We like, should put them like, put one in the beginning, minutes. put one at the end, put one in the middle. Put, I just love reading them because it's yeah, so positive and very motivating. Even we to get me. so many. And mm-hmm. I feel like I'm cluttering the Instagram stories by posting all of them at once every yeah. day. So I like do it once a week or twice a week and so on. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I'm scared that it's going to deter, like not motivate people, but make them feel bad, mm. you know. But I think that no, if you I've, come to it with a motivational approach, yeah, it's inspiring. this can be you. This can yeah. be everyone who's listening right now. Yeah, I agree. You got this, girl. Yeah, you guys got this. Really, you can you can do it. You can overcome PCOS and do you. Yes. With your boo. And send us a message. Tell us how you're doing and you can be the next win on the end of our podcast. Yes. All right, everyone, that's the end of this episode. We hope you liked it. You can follow us on PCOS.WeightLoss and a sister and her business, miss, a sister and her mister, not mistress, <laughs> on, <laughs> on, uh, on Instagram. And, you know, leave us a, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. We always uh, like, to read our, like, like to read the reviews and see how people are liking it. Yes. Alrighty, take care and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come check out The Sisterhood. It's my monthly membership site where sisters just like you are learning how to move through the stages of PCOS. From stage one, cold and alone at the doctor's office, to stage five, nailing the PCOS lifestyle, gluten and dairy free. Get ready to finally feel in control of your body again. Sisterhood.